0: So today, in this episode, God willing, we're going to do lessons 72 and 73 in Tzichot We're going to speak about tefillah a little bit, foreign thoughts that happen to come to a person during prayer. And we're also going to speak about different types of tzaddikim and different tendencies that tzaddikim have. Um, Let's hop right into it. Siman Ein Bet. And Bizrat Hashem tonight is to Be'av. So in the merit of all those who are looking for their shiduch, Bizrat Hashem, may Hashem grant you B'shut in the merit of the Shatchan HaGadol, the great Shatchan Rabbenu HaKadosh. May Hashem grant anyone who uh, needs a Zivug um, tonight, today, um, and may we be able to nullify ourselves to accept that person, to be besimcha, et etc., and uh, to draw in that salvation for whoever uh, needs it. Simana in bet, lesson 72. It's already brought down. says a person has to ignore all the ulterior motives. The false motives and the outside, the outside thoughts that distract him when he's praying. Rabenu says, when these things hit you, the fact that that it hits, it hits your mind, it hits your thought that perhaps you're praying with ulterior motives or perhaps a, an immoral thought hits your head, whatever it might be. Rabenu says, ignore it. Don't put too much attention on it. do what you need to do. ok And what is that? You have, to con- you have to continue going in the proper order while you, while you pray. Go on the proper path. You're in Baruch Shemel. Continue on to the next Mismol. Continue on to the next chapter of Tehidim. Uh, you know? Just continue moving throughout the fila. Ignoring. Uh, ignoring this. Ignoring these, uh, these thoughts that hit you. These uh, foreign thoughts. Not putting too much attention to it. Uh, on it. Do not pay attention. Do not give it too much thought. These uh, foreign, these foreign thoughts and these, um, these distractions. Do not pay attention to them at all. Abenhu says, All you need to do is do what, what you're doing right now. And don't turn your face. Don't look back to try and uh, stare at these these immoral thoughts. To try to pay attention to these these thoughts, whatever thoughts you might be having, whether it's false motives, whether it's the thought of work, whether it's this or that. Abenhu says. Put that aside. Continue moving towards your tefillah. Let it let it pass. That means don't put too much attention on it. The more you try to shake your head, the more you try to do something to get rid of it, the less it works. In fact, the stronger it becomes. Gamamah. also said it. says, look how Rabenu transforms everything into a good thing. It's incredible. Rabeinu's entire inyan is to to transform. Um, Um, everything into good. As Rabbanu explained, there's an idea that everything will be transformed for the good. So look what Rabbanu is doing here. Rabbanu also said, it's actually a good thing in fact, that these foreign thoughts and these ulterior motives hit you while you pray. Because if these these foreign thoughts or these false motives didn't hit you during praying, during prayer, and you prayed everything properly the way it should be, you would not be able to endure to be able to handle all the awesome accusations that would hit you in your tefillah. Why? Because the tefillah that's prayed, that's prayed properly gains a lot of attention from these um, these accusing angels, and the accusing angel sees such a powerful prayer, they attack it more. Rabbi says you will not be able to endure all these attacks. But by the fact that the tefillah that you're praying, the prayer that you're praying is enclosed in foreign thoughts. Through this, the outside forces don't look too much at your tfilah. Why? Because they're filled with, immoral, uh, with foreign thoughts. False thoughts. ulterior motives. Whether it's immoral thoughts, whether it's whatever it is. Distracting thoughts. Abenu says, this actually helps you. Because with this, the accusing forces do not pay too much attention to your prayer. And the accusations aren't as big as a prayer that is prayed with great strength and with great concentration. If the entire thing is prayed properly, then it gains a lot of, uh, a lot of people look at it. And now that the fact that this Tzfila is enclosed in these uh, foreign thoughts, it's able to ascend. Now Rabbeinu is going to explain how. The discerner of hearts, he knows the real truth. We're talking about God here. That God knows how to discern the heart. He looks deep within the heart of a person and sees what they really intend. And because of this, he's able to know all the thoughts of a person, the heart of a person, and deep down what a person is thinking, what he feels. He's able to know the real truth. And what's the real truth? That even if a person has these False and ulterior motives and foreign thoughts. After piyehen, with all of that being said, nonetheless, pni hulashem levado. The inner depth of this man's thoughts are directly to Hashem and to Hashem alone. That this man's thoughts are directed to Hashem, and because of this, his real intention is to draw close to God. God ignores the outside surface, the the crust of these tefilot, which is what these foreign thoughts. He looks deeper and he sees the heart of this person, which is intending to draw close to Hashem. Because the real, the inner depth of this man's intentions during his prayer are truthfully directed toward God. And Hashem, He discerns all the hearts of people. And He looks into the inner depth of this man's intentions. And this man's will. Now Hashem accepts this man's prayer with lots of love. Even though it's enclosed in in what it's enclosed in. Even though the Tzfilah is enclosed in something which seems negative. Which is negative. Nonetheless, Hashem looks deeper. Because Hashem is able to see that in the inner aspect of this man's ratzon, it, the real intention of this person is good. And this is what it means when it says in the verse in Mishlei chapter 19, verse 21, Rabot machshavot belevish. this every single morning. Many are the thoughts in a, in a man's heart. A man's heart possesses many thoughts, but the counsel of God is what stands. Meaning, man can have many thoughts, but Hashem's counsel is what remains. Meaning what? Meaning, a person, a person's heart during the time of prayer possesses many, many thoughts. A person's heart has many distractions when he's praying. He wants to pray with concentration, but he's overcome with many foreign thoughts and whatever it might be. Distractions. He asks, "Byina labit burim k'dorim u'mashavot chabad." Because while the time during the time he's praying, many confusions begin to hit him—great confusions—and many, many thoughts. Aval atat hitakum. But the counsel of Hashem is what stands. Hanu plimi yuta en kodesh b'alad the inner point of the heart. Mash b'fnimi yuta mash shabam itkaven at pella leshem lebach lebad shezei bechinat atat What is the inner point of a person's heart? That in the inner depth of this man's thoughts. He's intending to pray to Hashem alone. With a desire of just attaching himself to God. This is what we mean by the counsel of Hashem. Meaning that this man is deeply trying to attach himself to his Creator. That in the inner point of this man's thoughts he's intending to draw close to Hashem and Hashem alone. And that thought is what remains alone. That thought will always remain. The rest will disappear. But that inner point Of a person's heart. His real intention is what remains. It's the intention that counts. As it says in the verse. That what? The counsel of Hashem is what remains. Therefore. A person should not pay too much attention at all. He should not pay attention at all. To foreign thoughts. And to ulterior motives. All a person needs to do is to pray in order. In the structure that he's praying in and to continue and continue and continue. This is an awesome piece of advice that Gabenu uh, gives us, a secret like this, that we all have to put into practice, not to be discouraged by all the ulterior motives and the foreign thoughts that we have. We're going to see in the, um, not lesson 73, but 74, we're going to see the 75, we're going to see this. A person shouldn't be discouraged. Yes, a person has many foreign thoughts during prayer, but the main thing is that God sees deep inside your heart. So put your intention in the right place. Let Hashem do the rest. Siman Ein gimel, And the last, uh, uh, what do you call, a conversation for today. Lesson 73. There are tzadikim that reveal and they say everything immediately when they see it. Meaning, some tzaddikim they attain certain perceptions, and the second they attain it, they say, they share it. They cannot wait. They cannot contain the perception or what they see, the vision, to themselves. The erwa tzaddikim nishmatam hum otiot And Rabenu explains the thought of this, the secret behind this, the great secret as to why there are tzaddikim like this. He explained that these tzaddikim, their souls are rooted in the letters of mansepach. Mansepach are five letters: mem. Nun, Tzadik, Pe, which change the form when you put them at the end of a word. For example, Mem. If you put the word Mayim, right, the Mem at the beginning of Mayim is a simple Mem, the way that we know the Mem with like the Vav and the Chaf, the way that it's formed over there, almost a complete like a circle in a sense with that, with that empty point at the bottom, with the empty uh, uh, what do you call gap at the bottom, and of course like that V shape at the top. It's like a chaf a, a and a vav, um, as we see. Look at a, a simple letter mem. If you see the mem that starts a word, that's uh, the way it looks. But the last letter of the mem, at the end of the word mayim, has a different shape. It's a sealed off square in a sense. Meaning, there are five letters in the bet that change that change its shape when it's placed at the end of a word and at the beginning of a word. And these are the letters, man, sepach, mem, nun, sadik, pe, and chaf. They all have sofites. they all have ending letters that change. Essentially, Rabenu says these tzadikim are rooted in those letters of Mantsepach. And now Rabbanu is going to explain why. Amru. This is the secret of what is brought down on the Gama Shabbat, page 104A. What they say over there, Mant Sophim Amru. Mansepach was declared by the Seers. What does that mean? the seers are those later Nevi'im those later prophets who declared that the, these letters Mem, Nun, Tzadik, Pei and Chaf will change um, if they're placed at the end of a word essentially man amru, that the seers declared man tsepah, essentially that this, uh, this rule that these letters change shape um, at the end of a letter was stated by the later prophets that's what it means that's a simple explanation but now Rabbanu is going to play around with this idea man what does that mean? meaning those neshamot which stem from mansepach, these letters of the um, Arabet, mansepach, we know, represents constriction. Uh, to understand this, we have to go to Eschaim, shahr 22, gate 22, chapter 3. It says over there that mansepach, shoresh adinim, that mansepach is the root of all judgments. Rabbeinu explain this, uh, look at the parperot lechokmah, on Lesson 15 of Likud HaMoran, I think he believe, brings it over there, if I'm not mistaken, um, 14, or 15, I think it's 15, but nonetheless, he brings it from the Arya kadosh that Man is the source of all judgments, all judgments stem from these five letters of Man and um, <clears throat> it's brought down also, that Simtsun, that constriction, is the root of judgment, so we see that mansepach is rooted in judgment, but where is judgment rooted in it? In constriction, tzimtzum. So they're all connected. Mansepach and tzimtzum are one idea because they both share the concept of dinim, of judgment. Meaning mansepach represents constriction, represents minimizing, limiting, right? So what does that mean? These nishamot, of these people who cannot contain their, these, their perceptions for long, come from the shorash, come from these letters of mansepach meaning that which they see with Sofim and they, they have this ability of uh, they're like seers in a sense. they have this ability to, to have visions, Meaning the sofim which are from they say meaning what that which they say sorry that which they see. They say. The, the second they see something they say it immediately. they cannot hold it in. they are incapable of keeping it to themselves. But there are tzaddikim who are rooted in a higher level. And that higher level is more spacious. It's not as constricted. And therefore they are able to contain much more. Constriction represents it's a smaller thing. It's a smaller vessel. Which means that you can only contain so much. Therefore when they see, they cannot contain it, they share it greater tzaddikim who are rooted in a higher place have more space to contain they are able to contain everything in which they see Abenu gives us a beautiful sod very deep very deep uh, very very deep but um, this is why we see the tendency of certain people to share things immediately when they say it, when certain people also uh, don't need the tendency to share they can keep things to themselves Auk Hashem, Rabbanu gives us secrets like this. Maybe you have the merit to study more of them. And uh, God willing, that's it for today. We'll continue in the next uh, episode on uh, Siman, in Simana, Aindal, uh, lesson 74.